Hello, and welcome back to another FACT podcast. I'm Dr. Fred Clary, founder of Functional Analysis Chiropractic Technique, a chiropractic technique based on movement and breathing. Well, today is Martin Luther King Day, and I know a lot of people get these uh, podcasts out of order, listen to them when they can. So, but I just wanted to put that little um, timestamp on it for the, the you know, let's say, stimulus, the prompting to, uh, to do this po- podcast. And this is one I could spend hours on. I just want to do a few minutes. And our subject's going to be character. What is character? And I hope just to do it in 10, 15 minutes, just give you a brief outline. Um, take, give you my take on it traditional historical takes on it but um if you asked anyone 10 uh, centuries ago five centuries ago or a century ago you would have gotten different ideas on the words character what does character mean well if you try to get an idea of what character means in 2021 you're going to get a whole lot of different answers You'll have people saying that a good character is one where you fight the good fight and you stand up for the weak and you stand up for justice. And of course, you know, that's your version of justice. And everyone has a different version of what is just, what is right, what is okay. And that society decides that. Unfortunately, there's got to be some foundational Um, ideas of what moral justice ethics are and if it shifts in your society I'm going to suggest to you and there's plenty of philosophers and ethical and moral writers both religious and a-religious and non-religious that have written over the centuries where you know they'll say that you can have ethics and justice and morals without religion and that's fantastic Um, If you want to have those beliefs, but they all say and this is the amazing thing thing Every one of them says that those values can't shift They don't like progress Um, They don't evolve Now we can have a different Viewpoint at the time until we learn more But certain things are evil or wrong from the beginning Um, I hate to use the the words, but it is MLK Day, but, you know, segregation, slavery, all that garbage was garbage, you know, 150 years ago, and it was garbage during the Civil War, and it was garbage at the founding of our country. Many people talked about that it was garbage back then, so, you know, I'm not trying to push any hot buttons here, but there was many people who came out and said, this is wrong, we based it on Christian belief or whatever belief. These, you know, the way the society is framed is incorrect. Of course, at that time, they were called, you know, zealots. They were heresy. Um, What you're saying is absolutely incorrect. We're going to kill you, flog you, put you in jail. Went to war for it. So some of the, the amazing things that I found, even with this pandemic, is how people do this, what, virtues signaling whether you have the vaccine or don't have the vaccine whether you have a mask or don't have the mask and you think you have better character than other people and that blows my mind because 
eh, you don't even know what you're trying to to put forth and that maybe you're biased you know if it's wrong to be biased discriminatory and hateful based on another person's biology then it definitely is you know hateful and wrong to be to slam someone and control them and fire them based on their biology well fred you said biology twice i'm confused well if it's more important as martin luther king says you know to be judged based on the content of your character wonderful speech i had a dream speech the content of your character versus the biology of your skin you have more melanin or not okay that's a biological thing hate to slap you across the face but it's biology um then then any bias versus or discrimination based on biology whether you have a disability you can walk or not you're in a wheelchair or not thank god that we you know um, bush number one put through the ada act nationally you didn't have any other people push for getting rid of that discrimination based on phys physicality or biology you have a lot of people out there pushing for discrimination based on biology and i just i just can't believe it that we've we've gone backwards now i'm not trying to compare but we're starting to see it we're starting to see it at least in restaurants again so I'm not trying to compare the two things. Absolutely not. Please hear me out. If you're not hearing me, you, you're, you're, you have, maybe have a weak character because you don't, can't listen to the end of a 10-minute podcast. But I'm trying to talk about character and what that means. And that there's probably three essentials to character. And let's just get into that. Three essentials to character and what's important about character. Okay? Um... Character involves ethical, number one, ethical, you can call it moral, but I like the word ethical, ethical discipline, ethical discipline. That means you are the same when people aren't watching than when they are watching. That you're not going to steal the money at, from your work or a pencil or a pen, whether they have a camera on you, they count the pens or not. That's not who you are. That you are the same when, you know, you're around your friends, you're, you know, for guys, you know, talking about your wives or for gals talking about your husbands or for people, all people talking about your partners, your, you know, your spouses, that you talked about them the same when you're face to face on a lovely romantic date as you do when you're mad at them. And your friends are around, patting you on the backs, you know, trying to encourage you to badmouth the other. That you talk the same to your about your teachers and your coaches face to face as you do behind their back. That's ethical or moral discipline. Number one, number one, the first part of character. There's three parts. Is ethical discipline. Ethical discipline. That means you act the same, no matter what the circumstances. As I tell my kids when they're thinking about dating, my teenage daughters, if whoever you're trying to date, you want to know that on their worst day, 
the way they treat you on their worst day, you can tolerate. Because anyone can be really good. You can win the lottery, everything's good, you get, you're not hungry, you had a good meal, you're not angry, everything's going good at work, at school, you know, you had a good night's sleep, everything is going your way, you won the lot lottery, you know, had a good workout, physically feeling good, you're not, you know, hungry, angry, lonely, tired, you have all those good things going for you, it's easy to treat someone well. But you want to know, how do they treat you on their worst day? How do they treat you on your worst day? That's a mark of character. That's a characteristic of character. That is a bullmark of character. It's a, it's a benchmark. It is, sub, it is objectively a way to see what they're going to be like. I usually tell the kids, if you squeeze an orange in Chicago, what do you get? Orange juice, they'll say. If you squeeze an orange in san francisco what will you get orange juice if you squeeze an orange in baltimore what will you get orange juice so it doesn't matter the environment an orange inside has orange juice so when you squeeze somebody their character is going to come running out when you put them under stress when you know they get fired from work when they're hungry when they're angry when they're lonely they're tired they're mourning they're grieving they're drunk when you squeeze them, you want to see what comes out. That is a character that will always be there. You know, do they, you know, go to church and have their chins up in this bright, shining family, but they're yelling at their spouses in the car? You know, we've seen that how many times have people seen that? Raise your hand. You're all raising it, you know. Do they act one way in front, in the public, and privately they act a different way? Now, of course, there's, there's private ways to act, and there's, there's public ways to act. But that has more to do with being casual. Yeah, you can go to dinner wearing a t-shirt and your jammies because you're tired, you know, at home. You can't do that at a, at a five-star restaurant. We understand that. But you understand what I'm saying about character. So number one part about character is ethical discipline. The second one is ethical or moral cultivation, ethical cultivation, which means you're constantly looking for different ways to hone your character, to work on self-sacrifice, to work on improving yourself. Now, this doesn't have to take a religious or spiritual tone. A lot of people uh, confuse the two or conflate the two. That means, you know, throw them together, um, though it, it's expected for that to happen. But you're really cultivating, you know, doing the right thing, hanging out people to do the right thing. I always tell my kids it's like finding success. You know, you're constantly trying to hang out with those who get better grades than you, that are better than you at whatever sport you're in. And you want to find out what they do, how they train, how they find those things to do. Um, you can do that with character, too. Uh, you know, our, our mothers and grandmothers all told us that if you lay down with dogs, you get up with fleas. Well, that basically means that whoever you hang around all the time, that their influence will wear off on you. 
And if they have high ethical standards, high standards of character, then that'll wear off on you too. So you get some benefit of that culture. So you want, if you want to plant some beautiful, beautiful vegetables or flowers, put them in the garden. Don't throw them among weeds. You know, they're going to be choked out, you know. So you want to make sure you don't get choked out. So make sure that, you know, the people that you pick to be all around and continue to be around that, uh, you know, have the character you're looking for. And that may mean cultivation. That may mean pruning. It doesn't mean you kick them out or burn bridges. It sometimes it just means walking away. You know, you may like that person, but it's not good for you. So you go ahead and, you know, cultivate that. You say, nope. I can't be around this person right now. I'm working on this. A good example is if you're training for a bodybuilding show and people keep bringing you donuts. There's no difference if that person, if you were type 1 diabetic and they brought you donuts. They're, they're not doing the right thing for you. So make sure that the people you're around are doing the right thing for your character and you're cultivating other people's character. You know, it doesn't mean... You know, all the time, you know, oh, you're speeding. You might want to slow down. No, we're not talking about nitpicky little things like that. We're talking big ethical issues. Are you doing the right thing? You know, and if you're doing the right thing, then you don't have to worry about anything. That's a good thing. I noticed that people that um, defend some of their actions the most are the ones that are questioning it and are of questionable character. And the third quantity of character is ethical or moral autonomy. And that means that, yes, you can be left alone and you will do the right thing. That means if everyone else is doing the wrong thing, hundreds, thousands, millions of people around you, and you know in your heart, in your brain, you've done the research, you're doing the right thing, then you continue to do the right thing. You're not influenced by others for doing the wrong thing against your character. We've seen this all through history, how, you know, we can go back, it's something harsh like Nazi Germany. Why, there was more Germans than there were soldiers, and why did the villages around those concentration camps, why did the citizens allow that to happen? Why didn't they just rush the guards and, get, and stop it? Well, maybe they were afraid of getting shot, but if they knew about it, why weren't they writing friends and families in other countries? Hey, this is what's going on. You can't do this. This is wrong. And if you really think a bullet can suppress the truth, you know, you need to look around. There's many instances of people doing the right thing no matter what, despite, you know, all the negativity, negativity around them, uh, despite what they will have, the trials that would be thrown in front of them despite being blocked and shadow banned and, and blown up on Facebook, they still try to do the right thing. So it's something to think about. And I thought we, I would just do this on Martin Luther King Day. His, you know, we're talking about, you know, would you, would you continue to do the right thing no matter if you had a, you know, ice skate uphill all the time, if you had a huge, huge hurdle, block, mountain to move. Because sometimes when you try to start moving the mountain, people would join in. And you look around, and that's your cultivated character. That's your group. That's your tribe that you're working with. 
and you'd be surprised who's there and you'd be surprised who's not. That's the one thing I've personally learned through life. I'm like, oh, I thought this person would be here in the middle of this. Nope, they're not the person I thought they were. So again, as my kids will tell you, look for character first. Character is like a muscle, completely like a muscle. You develop it, you strengthen it, you build it. So keep developing character. And this has been another Fact Podcast.